This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I'm Chanae Ogwumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get this. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. Raider Nation, what is going on? Coming to you guys with the week nine matchup that we're getting ready to head to Los Angeles. Yeah, it's kind of it's weird thinking of this as a road game because we know LA is still a Raiders city. The Raiders still own LA. We run LA. We we prove it every year. There's they're lucky there's no fans this year. We don't have to we don't have to show them. We don't have to prove it and uh, make them look silly every single time. So 2020 they'll get a pass. But still looking at this thing, I'm gonna call it Allegiant West. So heading to Allegiant West um, in what should be a home game. We're coming in over 500 and looking at the Los Angeles Chargers coming off some pretty bad losses. Uh, still a good football team. Don't get me wrong. They're still playing some good ball, but they keep choking. The chokers, the Chargers are going to charge her. You know how it is, Raider Nation. But uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different, going to look a little different because we're now enrolling a new segment that is featuring Eddie Borsili and it's brought to you by the Sided app. And Sided, obviously. Um, it's a debate app, and we will have links in the description to join us during this next week, weekend, week out, and next week starting on YouTube. This is just a podcast. So without messing around, without further ado, we're going to get into it. And uh, joining me now is going to be my buddy, the most honorary guest of the show, and a dude that, you know, hey, guess what? Step up, step in, Eddie Borsili, my guy. Let's get into this thing. Hey, 
and transitioning over into our game preview. We're looking at week nine, and this segment right now is being brought to you by Sided. Drop down in the description. We have some links, Android, iOS. Download the app. We're going to have more information on that later when we hit into another topic. But Eddie Bursili, the most honorary guest of the show, now has his own segment. What is going on, man? How you feeling? Dude, I'm feeling great. We're halfway through this football season. Nobody in their right mind thought this football season was going to be played with everything that we're going through as a country. Mm-hmm. We're here. The Raiders are four and three. Let's go. The push to the playoffs starts now. Yeah, the times are wild. And, and, and the Raiders have their own you know, bit of drama going on in-house, let alone what's going on in the country right now. So we're going to start this thing off, I guess, the same way I always do, and that's with the injury report. I want to buzz through it a little bit. But starting with Damon Arnett. Damon Arnett is returning to the practice field after his hand injury, and he's out there, man, just looking like Jason Pierre-Paul. Has a thing completely just balled up with tape, uh, has a cast on, but he's out there running drills, getting loose again, uh, you know, kind of getting used to, I guess, you know, putting the cleats on and playing some football. I don't necessarily see him playing Sunday, but Eddie, that is going to be huge to get the duo back of him and Trayvon Mullen. It's definitely going to be huge to get them back. And, you know, for us old guys, it brings me back to, to, to the great Matt Millen who had his thumb, you know, taped up. It was punching, punching footballs out and fumbles back in the day in the eighties for the Raiders. But Getting Arnett back for this Raiders defense is huge because he brings a, a different type of swagger to this defense. He brings something to this defense that doesn't have. Mullen is kind of showing you that now when he's on the football field making plays. He kind of shows that little bit of swagger. Arnett, early on, he, he kind of struggled a little bit, and everybody's kind of, you know, is, is he the right guy? Is he fit? Blah, blah, blah. Look, corners in the NFL have a hard time adjusting. Arnett doesn't have a hard time adjusting. This guy can tackle. This guy's physical. He's going to be up in your face. Getting him back is good for this Raiders defense because it pushes everybody else down the line and it makes this defense better as a whole. Yeah, exactly. And we have we have a long list, as usual, through this injury report. We have Jonathan Abram. He's missed the last couple of days due to, due to an illness. Uh, Gunther expects him to be playing on Sunday. No issue at all. Jeff Heath has been out. We lost him last week. Uh, hip injury. And that's why we're actually working out uh, some safeties this week. And, you know, he's a key role player, not a big loss, but a big role player. Nonetheless, um, it hurts to lose that depth. Maurice Hurst looked like he went out with a pretty bad injury last week, Eddie. Looks like it's a sprained ankle, not going to miss too much time. Um, That's a big time deal. Arden Key still, you know, not practicing with his foot injury. Colton Miller resting a knee. That's two practices in a row. Brian Edwards working his way back. Um, overall, that's a big, that's a big one, dude. Not to cut you off. That's a big yeah. one for the Raiders too, because Edwards started to show you something before he got injured. He started to show you that the Raiders don't have that big physical target. We talk about the red zone, the red zone offense a little bit. They have to be able to score touchdowns. Edwards was, was starting to show you that physicality as well. Yeah. It's, it's going to be big to get him back, but you know, the injuries as a whole, you know, when you get to this point in the season, Look, I'm all about guys taking rest days. Rodney Hudson doesn't practice on a Wednesday. Josh Jacobs takes a couple of days off. It's all about getting guys back at the right time. If they got through the, the the meat of the schedule where they did at four and three, where they are now, and all they're going to do is keep on adding pieces coming back, it can only bode well for them moving forward. Absolutely. Uh, Brian Edwards, I will say one note. He's going to have a hard time now. We got a little bit of competition at wide receiver two. Brewing up Nelson Aguilar. There's nothing there that tells me that he's given that job up unless I mean, he gets into a, up, that's why I bring up the red zone because yeah, you, know, you have Aguilar and you have rugs that can kind of stretch the field a little bit. Let Edwards be that, you know, West coast offense, John Gruden, let him yeah. run those, those underneath routes. 
let them do the dirty work in there. Let them block for Josh Jacobs and in the red zone. Let yeah. Brian Edwards be that guy that Derek Carr throws the, the old Michael Crabtree back shoulder fades. Let him let him be that guy in the red zone to take some some you know pressure off of Josh Jacobs. So we don't see what we saw last week versus Cleveland when Jacobs is going up, 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 and he, he doesn't get in the end zone. Let's take some pressure off that running back. I think Edwards could be that guy. Exactly. I want to I want to look at the other team real quick before we get into our final topic when it comes to, I guess, injury reports, if that's what you want to call it. Uh Joey. Bosa was placed Huge. in concussion protocol this week, right? He came down with a concussion from last Sunday's game. And I think there's a pretty decent chance that he doesn't play. And yeah. man, that'd be, un- that'd be really unfortunate. Wouldn't it, Eddie? Oh, that's terrible. I just, oh, it's terrible. You know, all joking aside, Joey Bosa is a terrific player, but it, it, it tells a lot about this game because with the news today, Trent Brown going back on that COVID list, if Trent Brown doesn't play in this game, Look, the Chargers have a terrific defense. They have Melvin Ingram off one side. They have Joey Bosa coming off the other side. If one of those guys is out, it gives the Raiders a big advantage. Because, again, if you're you're playing a Brandon Parker who did a great job. And, dude, I'm going to say this to you right now. You you tweeted it out. I said it on my podcast. Brandon Parker. Everybody say it with us. Brandon Parker Parker. is better than Samuel. Samuel (laughs) has been around the NFL He's played for 3,700 teams. He's he's a, he's a decent guy to have in your roster. Brandon Parker did his job last week and played well. Yeah. But without Joey Bosa, look, he's he's a guy that doesn't need practice during the week, so we'll see. He's probably going to be a game-time decision. But yeah. if Bosa doesn't play in this game, it gives the Raiders such an advantage because, again, you're playing without probably Trent Brown this week. Again, like, like usually every week, you have Colt Miller on one side, Brandon Parker. It just takes the tension off. Bosa being out for the Chargers is a game changer. It will probably go down to the game time decision. Absolutely. Sunday. Now, Eddie, getting into this. Uh, th- this segment's being brought to you, of course, by Cited. Cited Debates. Make sure you download the app down in the description. But there's a burning hot topic here right now, and that's going to be Trent Brown. Surprise. Shocker. There's something going on with Trent Brown. And now he gets put back on the COVID reserve list. Hey, man, you know, there's, I guess – there's not a whole lot of complaining you can do if he has COVID, but after the missed protocols, after taking the wristband off, after the already multiple warnings that the Raiders had, the Raiders got fined today, $500,000. Gruden gets fined $150,000, and we lost a sixth-round draft pick through this whole thing. And now, look, I get it. Okay, the last week, the, the IV mishap, what happened? unfortunate. I'm glad he's healthy. I'm glad he was able to get through that and nothing happened because that could have been very serious. Uh, But there's just a part of me, Eddie. And and I, you know, my heart goes out to anybody that's dealing with COVID, but there's obviously ways to prevent that. And if you're getting paid to prevent that and be able to stay healthy, get on the field, separate yourself, um, stay quarantined, basically, right. You know, abide by the rules. I think that this could have been very much avoided. Eddie, what are your thoughts on this? I have, I have a lot of thoughts on this. And look, we're all dealing with it. Every single day we wake up, we're in a COVID world. Everybody's dealing with it, taking precautions and stuff like that. The NFL is so out of bounds on what they're doing to the Raiders right now. Let, let's let's lay everything out on the table right now. They make the Raider-Buccaneer game. They move it from an 8 o'clock game, which I understand is a Sunday night football game. They don't want Sunday night football getting taken away from everybody. They move it up. We're the only team that has not got their game pushed back. Yeah. We got a game pushed up. Okay, yeah. we got a, a game push up to 405. That's punishment. Fine. Yep. That's punishment. Okay, mm-hmm. number one. We play it without Jonathan Abram. Jonathan Abram can't play in the football game. He could play on Monday, but he can't play on Sunday. He's our, probably one of our top defensive players. He can't play yeah. anything. Not only that, 
Darren Waller's charity event. Look, I understand the world we're living in. We're, we're living in a very sensitive world. Everyone has their different opinions on stuff. Darren Waller's charity event was something that is meaningful to, the, to him as a player, to him as a person, to, to everyone on that football team. For them to, you know, to take pictures and say guys aren't wearing masks and being irresponsible. Look, I understand. The NFL is not living in a bubble. If the NFL yeah. was living in a bubble and the Raiders went out and did a charity event somewhere off the cuff and they, they, they went out of bounds, fine. The NFL is not a bubble. Darren Waller's charity event, it was a charity event to raise money for his foundation. Yeah, so amazing foundation line, at that, yeah. Of, of course, it's a great foundation. So bottom line is this. All right, they, they move the game up. They find what, what they're going to do now. Now to come and find this football team, the fine's going to be over a million dollars. A million dollars to this football team, a million dollars to the head coach, and now to take away a draft pick. Yeah. What about a draft pick for, for teams like the Tennessee Titans? Yeah. There's teams that are getting COVID all over the league. It's a, it's inevitable yeah. that, that guys are not going to get COVID. So basically, look, as Raider fans, we think about this all the time. We always it, it goes, let's go back to Al Davis. The NFL is out to get us. But in this yeah. instance, they're trying to make the, the Raiders the poster child for a COVID outbreak and for being really lax in the details. And again, maybe Trent Brown was really lax and wearing his tracer and that sucks, but the Raiders were penalized for it. Yeah. The offensive line didn't practice for a week and Jonathan Abram didn't play in the football game and they lost to Tampa Bay. That's punishment enough to come down with other punishment. It's just the NFL showing you that they're, they're, they, they have control of the COVID situation when they really don't. Yeah. So it's hard for us as fans to sit here and think the NFL has any idea what the hell they're doing. It's really frustrating in that sense to lose a draft pick when they're trying to do the right thing. Everybody in society right now is trying to do the right thing, and the Raiders are one of them. Look, Trent Brown being lazy is not the story here. You want to find somebody? Find Trent Brown for not wearing his, tr- yeah. his contact tracing. Go after him for being lazy and irresponsible. 100%, Eddie. What we're going to do real quick, guys, we're going to take a quick break provided by Blue Wire. And when we come back... We'll keep the game preview going. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the most important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. Football is back in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Bet BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. 
Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Exactly. I'm going to stand by that 100% because I'm glad you brought up the Titans because you look at them, they had what, 11 or 12 players test positive for COVID. There's no outbreak on the Raiders. There was no outbreak on the Raiders. Trump bounced. Exactly. That's it. There's been two guys. Every other team is dealing with it at now. To go after the Raiders so hard, to, to try to make an example of the Raiders, the Raiders didn't get any game pushed up back. We yeah. got our game pushed forward, folks. Think about it. Pushed forward. We didn't get it moved to a Monday or Tuesday and then have something else going. They got it moved up to play Tom Brady in the box, and we lost that game. That should be punishment enough. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. I'll, I'll copy, paste, slap that in my voice, and I'm going to yeah. back up Eddie 100% on that. Now, to get into the topic today, the hot topic that we got you know, leaning into this. And I told you at the beginning of the segment to go down in the description and download this cited app. Obviously this segment is being brought to you by cited debates. What we're doing is every week on either Sunday, Monday, maybe Tuesday after the game, we're finding the hottest topic within Raider nation or in the Raiders organization on the football field, off the football field, whatever's going on. And we're going to pose a question. We're going to pose a poll, something that's a debate, something that is, is kind of two sided. And this week on Sighted, you need to download this because if you respond, we might, each one of us, select one of your comments in your debates and we're going to talk about it. So drop down in the comments, like I said, download, create a profile and get involved with us because that's how we're doing a lot of these debate topics right now. So, Eddie, we asked, should the Raiders have made a trade before the deadline? Obviously, we're football fans. That's what we want to see, right? We want to see moves. We want to see things happening. We play fantasy football. We grew up playing Madden. This is what we do. We make trades, right? That's what we we make it up in our head. You we hear all the rumors and it goes. The one thing I will say, obviously, nothing happened really around the entire league. And remember, there's 32 NFL teams. There was a couple little like nothing trades that happened maybe the week of. No big deal. So I wouldn't say it's anything to completely overanalyze. But I do want to give um, one shout out to one of the commenters, one of the debaters on the app, Kay Lynette. That's at baby four. And he just comments something simple. Never hurts to have more talent. And I completely agree. It, it never hurts to have more talent. If you're adding a player that's better than the worst person on your roster, you got better, right? If you have a little bit of cap space and you're struggling with rushing the passer, I've been saying this all offseason, Eddie. Cap space ain't going to go sack Patrick Mahomes. We need a player that's going to do that. Now, in the same breath, we look at the scheme. We look at the struggles that we're having. I think there's some blame to have. Also, there's some young guys that, and multiple players, I'd say, on the entire team that can pick up the slack and play better. So I'm I'm on the fence with this. Obviously, we didn't make the move, and I'm going to trust Mike Mayock over me. But, Eddie, what are your thoughts, and, and was there anything in that comment section that caught your eye? Yeah, man. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm all about player acquisition. Again, like you said, I love the draft. I love free agency. I love all those type of moves. I love bringing new blood into this organization. Okay. And I was one that thought the Raiders needed, just like you, probably a lot of people that needed to bring somebody in. Okay. They mm-hmm. needed to, to infuse this defense. The offense is fine. Let's all be honest here. The offense could, this is a playoff offense yeah. at the end of the day, as we sit here today. The defense needed a little bit of talent. And what I see is I see teams like the Seattle Seahawks go out and get a guy like Carlos Dunlap. I talked to Carlos Dunlap. Carlos Dunlap wanted to be in Vegas. He wanted to come and play for Paul Gunther. So why not? Why didn't the Raiders make the moves? And I understand. Look, we're dealing with a salary cap situation for not this year, for next year, because the salary cap's not going to go up due to all the COVID stuff. There's no fans in the stands. 
all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I get it. Teams are being really conscious with their money. But Carlos Dunlap, the Seahawks go for it like they always do, bring Carlos Dunlap in, and they rework the contract. There's no reason the Raiders couldn't bring Carlos Dunlap yeah. in, rework that deal to make it team-friendly. What are you going to do? You're going to bring a guy like that in. You're going to bring up maybe, maybe they made passovers to a guy like Ryan Kerrigan, who I was big on, because again, he's a guy that is a veteran guy that can get after the quarterback. And you're not displacing young players. You're yeah. just bringing up a, a guy in that you could put in on third down that can tackle the quarterback. We have so many issues at tackling the quarterback. So I was one. Look, there's there's two positions that I thought this team needed to make a move at. One was pass rusher. I love Dunlap. I love Ryan Kerrigan. Two was safety. I've talked to a bunch of yeah. people in this organization. This team needed to make a play for a safety. They were talking with Anthony, with the Vikings for Anthony Harris. He's a franchise player. He makes a lot of money. Again, there's a guy like Earl Thomas out there. Everybody keeps on coming back to Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas is one of the best safeties in the league. He's not on the team for one reason. He's a psychopath. Okay? That's the only reason. He's nuts. Yeah. That's the only reason that guy's not on the football field now. Yeah. So the Raiders needed to, to upgrade at pass rusher and safety. Maybe the safety market wasn't as, as as lucrative as the defensive end market, but Mayock is a guy. And this this Cody, this is the thing that I, I want to do. One of the comments, and look, I'll say it right now. It's at Red Pimp, and it better not be Chiefs Red Pimp. Okay, <laughs> he said, no, build for the future. The Chiefs are going to be a tough out for years to come. I agree with that. I agree. But draft picks only get you so far. Yeah. Draft picks are basically a wild card where you're just yeah. saying, hey, guess what? I'm going to take this guy. Hopefully he's good. The Raiders have had a ton of draft picks over the years. And again, if it was up to Mayock, and it, it, it looks like it is because Mayock wants to build through the draft. Gruden will trade anyone at any time. He showed you that with Antonio Brown. He showed you that in a bunch of different moves. The White Tiger, Martavis Bryant. It's a Gruden-Mayock mix. But I think at the end of the day, Gruden's relying on Mayock. And the decision came down from Mayock. Let's just sit tight. Let's save a little bit of cap space. And let's save our draft picks. And let's build through the draft. Because, again, at the end of the table, Cody, and you know this, this is a really, really young football team. Yeah, exactly. One last comment. Actually, I'll throw in there. I'll throw this in there as a wild card. David McGillis threw in, basically saying that you know the way that Mike Mayock has been hitting on his stuff, there's no reason to doubt him. And in a sense, I I, I believe that. But in the same breath, it is the draft, just like you said. I mean, you're you're rolling the dice. The it's a crapshoot. Crap you ha- you have no idea what's going to happen. And although, don't get me wrong, that 2019 draft class was phenomenal. No. Um, but things can happen. This last year, you see a little, you see some hiccups. You see some injured players. They're not getting the same contribution. Is that Mike Mayock's fault? No, he's doing this to the best of his ability, and he's still one of the best general managers I would say so far in the last couple drafts. So there's really no argument to that. But it's still the fact that. Every team misses, and they yeah. miss in big key spots. We can talk about number four overall pick all day long a couple of years ago, but every team has those picks. It does not matter. Not everybody works out the way that they should, but you move forward. So that, that, that makes me, and before you finish, that makes yeah. me even more nervous because the more draft picks you have, the more opportunity you have basically to fail. Yeah. And let's be honest here. The Raiders have had more success through the draft than they've had through free agency. But again, when you set up, it's good to have a lot of draft picks. But again, if there's an opportunity, there has to be a time where this franchise says, you know what, draft picks are cool, but championships and parades are cooler. And you have to go out sometimes and make that big fish. But again, I think they got scared off by the the AB trade. If the AB trade worked out for this football team, Gruden 
wants those type of guys, and he's not hesitant to make those trades. I think Mayock got scared off by the trade circuit a little bit through the AB stuff because he said, you know what? We gave up draft picks for this guy, and we got absolutely nothing out of him. So why are we going to give up draft picks for some other guys? I'd rather keep those draft picks and build through the draft. Absolutely. So, like I said, that's going to wrap up that little conversation, I guess, about our sided debate. Go down in the description, click those links, make a profile, follow at Raider Cody, and you will see these topics pop up each week. I'll post them on Twitter, and if you get involved, we'll talk about your opinion. Get in there. We want to hear your voice, and telling you, bring the heat because you know we're going for the most passionate, well thought out uh, comments, of course, in the comment section. So, let's wrap it up, Eddie Borsilli, with this matchup this week. The Raiders and the Chargers. It's funny, man. We talk about this conversation being 15 minutes max. Here we are about 20 minutes in, and we can't even stop talking. And we're just going to keep this thing rolling because I love it. Going to L.A., Allegiant West, calling it. We're gonna just we're just going to say that now. Allegiant West, the Raiders' vacation home. We're coming in, and this football team, although that we've been able to sit here the last few Sundays and laugh at them blowing leads, they're no joke. They're no slouch. They're, they're a high-scoring team. They play well. They have a pretty good defense. Well, a banged-up secondary. Yep. So they have, you know, they're susceptible in some areas. But they're no slouch, and it's a division rival. It does not matter at that point. You could be as bad as the Jets if you're a division rival. You still have a chance. I don't not care what anybody Jets, says. Tony. Not as bad as the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it may, I might have went a little too far there, but. They're playing some good football, and we can't sleep on them. And we got to play four quarters of hard nosed football against these Los Angeles powder blue Chargers. Eddie, what are you seeing in this matchup? Dude, look, let me throw a stat out to everybody here. They have the Chargers have blown 16 point plus leads in four straight games. They've only won one of them. That's almost unheard of. And we, we yeah. know it as Raider fans, that's called charging, but it, they're almost <laughs> taking it to a different level. It's like, Hey, if we get up, uh, we said it in the studio last week, the charges are up. Yeah, but again, they're the charges. People come back. Look, I'll give credit where credit's due. Their defense is good. We talked about Joey Bosa. We talked about Melvin Ingram. We talked about that front seven. That's really good. I don't even think the Chargers knew how good Justin Herbert was when they drafted him. This guy is playing unbelievable football. Let's put the, all the, the, the cards on the table here. He's accurate. He's mobile in the pocket. He's throwing the ball down the field. He's given guys like Donald Parham and Jalen Guyton. He's given these guys on their offense that nobody's ever heard of opportunities to make plays, and they're making plays. So yeah. this is a really, really tough task for the Raiders. But like I said, this team in the Chargers has the ability – well, they, they 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 fold under pressure, let's be honest here. So I would say even if this Raider team gets down, this is going to be a high-scoring affair. This is going to be an old-fashioned AFL-type shootout. Whether the Raiders get up big or the Chargers get up big, look, Justin Herbert's a really, really good young quarterback. He's going to be around for a long time. He hasn't had that really crap moment in the NFL where he, he kind of craps the bed and throws a bunch of picks. He's really been, you know, he stood in the pocket and made a bunch of plays. I think the Raiders have to rattle his cage a little bit. They have to be a little advantageous on defense, take, uh, take advantage of some Herbert mishaps. And again, we talk about this every week. Get after the quarterback. Sack yeah. the quarterback. The Chargers offensive line is beat up. Like crazy. Let's get after the quarterback. Let's get after Justin Herbert. And I want to bring up one matchup to you. The Chargers wide receivers are tremendous. Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry at tight end, Mike Williams. Say Damon Arnett's not playing this game. Trayvon Mullins following Keenan Allen. Let's see. I would love the Raiders to do 
and to utilize Isaiah Johnson to guard Mike Williams. Okay? Hear me out on this. Keenan okay. Allen, Trayvon's following them all around the field. Hunter Henry's getting taken away by the linebackers. Let the big physical Isaiah Johnson out of Houston follow Mike Williams all around the field. Mike Williams is a guy that, that Justin Herbert's just throwing lob balls to, and he's going yeah. out there and making plays. He's unbelievable. I would love for Paul Gunther and that coaching staff to utilize Isaiah Johnson to follow Mike Williams all around the field and take him away from the game. I like that because I think you might have just solved, for me, that was going to be my, one of my keys to the game. If you want to be able to stop that offense, I mean, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen's a great wide receiver, but Mike Williams is very underrated um, in, in what's happening there. And it's just major clutch catches. If you need a go-to ball, he, he's throwing it up. If everyone's covered, guess what? He's throwing it up to Mike Williams. So yep. I like that. Isaiah Johnson, that's the guy I've been banging the table for anyways. Nevin Lawson isn't going to be the guy to cover him. So throw him out there outside. Let him do his thing because I will say Isaiah Johnson was one of the only corners I saw really covering Antonio Brown one on one down the sideline. Herbert, you know? Herbert has been he's been extraordinarily accurate. That's the big the big thing for that people haven't realized from him. Number one, he's been mobile out of the pocket. He's been tough, you know, standing in the pocket, delivering the pass. He's been mobile out of the pocket. He's been ridiculously accurate. You know, he, he he's he's setting records now. You know that are eclipsing any rookie has played in this league for a long time. So the accuracy is key. You're going to have the guy have guys stick on him long. But again, comes back to the pass rush, mm -hmm. comes back to, to forcing him into some rookie mistakes. Gunther has to scheme up rookie mistakes, and the offense has to go out and score some points. I Again, I, I think it's going to be an old-fashioned 35-32 type AFC, AFC, AFL, excuse me, type yeah. shootout. I like that because, again, the, the last part that we have to be able to do, it, it's going to rely on the offense. That's how we're going to win football games here. We're not going to rely on the defense. Nope. If they can make some stops for us, awesome. If they can get a turnover, awesome, like even better. But Derek just needs to keep attacking the secondary. They've, they've, you know, I guess improved over the offseason. And, and they looked like they had a scary secondary. But then you see Derwin James fall off. And you see Chris Harris fall off. You see um, uh, Nasir Adderley underperforming. Uh, Rayshon Jenkins is, is being asked to do a they lot. Just they, just, they just traded Desmond King. They traded Desmond King to the Ex Titans. Exactly. So who, who you're, you're left with Casey Hayward. And that's really the only guy that you're, you know, maybe not always trying to target throughout the game. But it, even then... At this point, this secondary of the, for the Los Angeles Chargers is no threat to what our passing game has been these first few weeks. No, so no. we need to go in there with the same mentality. We need to be, I mean, Derek needs to be looking down the field. We yeah. need to be looking to make big plays. And the, Bron you know, the Broncos did it last week, Cody. I mean, the Broncos did it yeah. last week. They got that they got down big. They didn't they didn't flinch. And we everyone was saying how bad Drew Locke was. Everyone was saying bench Drew Locke at halftime. All Drew Locke did go out there at the second half and just dismantle that Chargers secondary. So again, even if the Raiders fall down early, there's no reason to fret. Like, I mean, I think Jacobs is going to get his. I think Darren, I think this is a huge Darren Waller game. I Ooh. think, this, you know, this is a, a maybe Aguilar and Ruggs down the field type of game, open things up for Darren Waller. I, I think a huge Darren Waller game. And if Brian Edwards is in that lineup too, I just think everybody eats. There's, there's no reason this team could stop anybody. And if Joey Bosa is out of this game, if the Raiders offense doesn't score 30 plus, shame on them. Because if without Bosa and it's Ingram on one side, there's no reason Derek Carr can sit back there all day long and pick apart this Chargers secondary. Absolutely. Eddie Brasili, thanks for joining me, man, for this very in-depth breakdown. I'm looking forward to doing this with you every single week. Again, this is being brought to you by Sided. Drop down in the description, download the app, and join us. And like I said, you know, you'll you see your comments dropping in there. Bring the best, uh, you know, best opinions. Uh, put some effort into it, and maybe we'll talk about it. So, Eddie. 
<sighs> Good stuff, man. We are, uh, you know, we're a winning record football team right now. We're over 500. I think it's time as we're facing three division opponents in a row. We got to keep the streak rolling because in three games we're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. We can't be no slouch that game. So let's go, man. Let's go, man. The division rivals are here. Let's keep it going. Put the put the foot down on the gas. Put the foot on the throat. Let's win some football games. Yes, sir, Eddie Borsili. We will talk again, brother, next week. See you later, Cody. Always a pleasure, man. Penfed Credit Union. Visit penfed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the Penfed Car Buying Service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of Penfed, insured by NCUA.